The governor wants us to shelter in faith. What a week. Welcome to What a Week, where we break down the week's top news stories. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the executive director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Lauren McElmeal, the digital director for Progress Iowa. This week, uh, no surprise, the story, the, the topics are the same. Um, and unfortunately, the main headline and takeaway is the same uh, for Iowa. There is still no shelter-in-place order, um, no stay-at-home order. There are a few there are some additional businesses closed. Um, she but closed the bowling alleys, everybody. Closed the bowling alleys. That's um, what's going to save us. So that's, uh, I suppose, a micro step in the right direction. Um, extremely small, tiny baby step in the right direction. But I'm not mad that she took the step. I'm mad that it took her this long. <laughs> sure, sure. I'm mad that bowling alleys were allowed to be open for this long. Right. And, I don't, and to be clear, I don't know how many were open, you know, at this point. But, but she did that's... say something about um, she was closing amusement parks, and I was like, "We have more than one here." Yeah, There's well, a... and that we're open, and who knows? Yeah. Yes. So um, maybe that was in preparation for warmer weather and amusement parks still planning on opening. I don't know, but but regardless, still no shelter in place order. As uh, earlier today, this is Thursday, April 9th, that we're recording. Um, earlier today, Iowa surpassed Minnesota for the first time um, in confirmed COVID-19 cases, uh, despite... So we have more confirmed cases than Minnesota, our neighbor just to the north, obviously, who has about double, nearly double our population. So, um, and by comparison, Minnesota took clear, decisive action. Their governor did much earlier than ours did. Um, to, to issue a stay-at-home or shelter-in-place order. So we are living with the consequences now, and, and, and that's, that's where, things are, where things are at. I mean, uh, Lauren, I know a lot has happened in the last week. If you want to kind of run down uh, any of the highlights uh, for folks um, that are listening, just to kind of sum it up. There are more than 1,000 cases of conf- a thousand confirmed cases, and we are up to now twenty nine Iowans who've died, um, and they're ramping up testing, but it's still, it's definitely not enough, and the governor's metrics still don't seem like they're going to lend themselves to any sort of protective measures that would blanket the state um, and perhaps save us all a lot of trouble and make sure that we flatten the curve. Uh, There's some modeling from the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation that now predicts that our peak will be on April 26th. So that's three weeks now. Mm -hmm. Uh, With 19 Iowans dying, that's the highest uh, peak dying per day. Um, And then hopefully it will go down after that, but that's that's still unacceptable to have that many people dying per day. Um, And I mean, just to reiterate, like a shelter in place order has been the Iowa Board of Medicine has unanimously voted in favor of a shelter in place order. And there's a there's a reason that we want a shelter in place order and not just this kind of patchwork of proclamations that she's made 
Some businesses won't allow their employees to work from home or continue to be paid if they're afraid to come in without a shelter in place order. And as much as we would all like to believe that everyone follows the rules, a lot of people aren't. There was a horse auction in Wayne County the other day that had more than 400 people show up. And I mean, I've, I've seen a bunch of stories on, on like Facebook and Twitter and from people who are working in grocery stores and who are being delivery drivers that people aren't taking this seriously enough. Like a a delivery driver wrote a piece about how um, people weren't doing no contact deliveries and that not only puts that person in danger of spreading the virus, but that puts the delivery driver in danger and people aren't adhering to the what send one person at a time to the store rather than taking your entire family. It's just a lot of things that a clear shelter in place order would help ameliorate and it wouldn't be this kind of like see what you can get away with kind of thing. Yeah, and and it's it's happening all over the place. I mean, you see so the governor this week has said that law enforcement will get involved for the the or or to try to start to enforce enforce the ten people uh, gatherings of no more than ten rule. Um, ask people to disperse, and if they won't, then they'll take some sort of action. And and there was a story out today that said that the Ames police is has been overwhelmed with calls about social dist about people violating this social distancing rule and a lot of its kids playing together at playgrounds and stuff like that i mean i'm sure because they're obviously because they're out of school um so whether that's parents or whoever not enforcing that but but there have been gatherings like people getting together in groups in larger groups and and people are starting to call the police on them and that is not it's not how we um how we want this to end up um and it's as a result, I think it's as a result of the governor not giving that sort of clear direction. Um, well, also at her press conference today, she basically said to like make a neighborhood watch on yeah. on your neighbors and make sure that people are social distancing, which you shouldn't have to be telling on your neighbors. And I think, yeah, I think what you were saying is completely correct that people don't know what they're what they are and aren't allowed to do. Right. And so a lot of people are just kind of like, well, I'm just going to go on with my life then. Yeah. And we joked about the bowling alleys earlier, but it's like this random, not random, but like this rolling and you you call it a patchwork, which I think is like spot on, but like this different patchwork of lists of different businesses that are closed like every several days oh, it's these businesses now, it's these businesses. And it's hard for people to keep up with if you had a clear, like, it's a shelter, it's a stay-at-home order, and then go to such-and-such website, and here's what's open, here's what's not. Like, I think giving that sort of clear direction to people right now when people, I think most, most of us want to do the right thing and try and, like, do our best to get through this. But for parents who are hearing, um, oh, well, we can still get together in groups of 10, so my kids are going to go outside and play, you know, all together right now. Like, or, oh, we can still get together in groups of 10, so this weekend it's Easter and we're going to, like, have family dinner and then all go on our merry way and, like, 
and and be and 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 continue to have contact with other people too. So like it's it's to, to send that clear message would make such a difference from the governor, and she just hasn't done that yet for whatever reason. She also was hesitant to give Iowans a clear picture about whether or not they should be using um, masks when they go out, um, despite the fact the CDC has said that um, people should be wearing cloth masks, paper masks, um, non-surgical, non-healthcare uh, worker um, level masks so that we can keep those personal protection equipment things freed up for healthcare workers, but she she just seems unwilling to kind of take any sort of stand about anything. And this has kind of been a theme throughout her entire term so far that like, just thinking about like voting, especially with the Wisconsin thing this week, um, she wants felon voting to happen, but she won't she won't issue an executive order while we're waiting for the constitutional amendment to go through. It's not like that will negate the constitutional amendment at all. It'll just get us there quicker. And, um, no, that's, that's exactly right. Like there's, there's just no leadership. I mean, even if she wasn't going to do a stay at home or shelter in place order, like she could have been, you know, called like calling on, uh, uh, all the members of the congressional delegation to do ads like across the state, standing Republican next to Democrat and doing, you know, doing six feet apart, though. Yeah, six feet. Sit, thank you. Six feet apart. But like doing the kind of like PR stuff that that um, that would really drive the point home for people. She could have, you know, chipped in uh, several hundred thousand dollars out of her campaign account and encouraged and called on others to do the same to buy a bunch of ads in uh, on TV and in local newspapers with a similar message. She could have called on the Iowa celebrities that we do have from, from Superman to, uh, uh, um, to, you know, uh, Kurt Warner to, from the sports world to Richard Boehmer lives in Fairfield on Twin Peaks. (laughs) There you go. But like literally anyone that has an Iowa connection at all to say, Hey, this is important and, and try and bring them in like that. And uh, we, I think we're going to talk more about this in the future, but like groups like companies like Facebook and Apple that have, um, that have been given generous uh, tax breaks from, from us, getting them to spend a little bit of money or say maybe Facebook giving the state of Iowa free ad time to like to run those types of spots to encourage people to stay at home. Even if she wasn't going to do a clear order, she there are so many different things that as the governor, uh, as, as, as our governor, as our leader, she could have done and could still be doing to, to, to drive this message home, and she just hasn't done it. And it's really disappointing. It's really frustrating. And people are, people are starting to, to die in greater numbers. People are getting sicker in greater numbers, which means that people who need to have health care will not be able to get it because, our, because we're just going to be um, – because our system is going to be bearing the brunt of this. And so it's going to expand beyond, beyond people losing their jobs. It's going to mean – it's going to mean uh, people who are getting sick and dying at a, at a much greater rate than needed to happen. And she's just been just been MIA. Yeah, I think Dr. Fauci let her off the hook too easily. Just because she's doing something doesn't mean that it's equivalent to all of the things that she needs to be doing and especially being yeah. clear 
with with Iowans that like this is serious. This isn't another flu. This is something that is extremely contagious and you need to be aware of what the consequences are of you leaving your home or going to work or gathering in these huge groups. Like there are some faith communities that are trying to have like full-fledged Easter services. No. They should not. They should not. It will not end well. I also think that like by saying that you can't gather in groups of more than 10, but also saying to stay home sounds like you can have a dinner party in your home with nine right. people. And yeah. that's just and not, I think she should get rid of that, that gather 10 thing. Yeah. Because it, that's, it sends, that's just confusing sends, as heck. It sends such a mixed message. And unless you know where all those people have been, which there's no way to know that, like, you got to be so careful and and it it that's how this is going to continue to spread so i just it's it's sending such a mixed message to the state that is really unfortunate yeah so we would we would encourage iowans to uh sign the petition that we have started we have more than 3200 signatures right now um we'll put the petition link in the show notes but also call the governor's office we'll also put the the number in there um, but I guess now she's doing like a poll, which I imagine means that she is getting a lot of calls about this. And so the little poll will ask you like, do you support shelter in place? And then you have the option to leave a voice message. Um, I would suggest leaving a message just cause it can't hurt. And it's a lot harder to tell someone no when they've given you a reason wh- about why this is important to them. Exactly. Um, something that she is doing this week um, and has done uh, is declaring today, April 9th, a, a statewide day of prayer. Um, this is this is something <laughs> I think that has happened in the past because there was a prayer event earlier today and it is there's um, a there's a yearly prayer breakfast. Um, mm-hmm. And last year she put out a proclamation, a similar one. Um when you were still allowed to go to the breakfast and now they did a virtual right. one. So it does um, happen to fall during a global pandemic this time. Um, and, and it is, um, it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's kind of maddening um, on a number of levels. Um, just a and, smidge tone deaf. And yeah, and as I mean, as someone who goes to church, not every not every week, but as regularly as we can, like I, I'm not, I'm not opposed to someone advocating for, um, for all for all faiths or people who even don't have faith to to, you know, to um, to share what they're what they're doing and, and to and to contribute that as part of even as part of this effort. I, I'm not even that opposed to that. I'm more just offended that that this seems to be the biggest declaration she's made and the clearest and most decisive thing that she's done on this is to declare this day of prayer. Like if she had done this in addition to like all these other things as a, with a stay at home order and all the other things that we've been talking about, like, you know, I think we can get into the separation of church and state pieces as well, which we should. But, um, but like I, I, I think it just is insulting to people that this is like probably the clearest um, thing that she's asked for 
um, uh, and 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 it's just not enough. It's the same argument that we have over thoughts and prayers when we see that after uh, mass shootings or gun violence as, you know, that's lovely and wonderful, but it is not enough. It is, we need real action. So, um, yeah, my, I know my, my ish with it is the separation of church and state because not every Iowan is going to follow the same faith tradition as the governor or the one that she is promoting. Um, Bleeding Heartlands author Laura Bell, Laura Bellin had a really great line that said the governor feigned inclusivity by mentioning in a news release and tweet that April 9th is the first day of the Jewish festival of Passover, as well as Maundy Thursday for most Christians. But the proclamation itself only mentioned the Christian holiday. So it's like she's not even trying. Like <laughs> there, like you said, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't have as big of a problem if it was some sort of like interfaith, everybody come together in your own way, whether that's through prayer or good vibes or good thoughts or something. Um, and just kind of like think of, you know, think of your neighbors and uh, reach out, call them, be nice, um, donate to soup kitchens, give money. Um, but it just seems like kind of a, it's a cop out. Like it's, it's not something that number one, it's not her job. She's the governor. She's not a pastor. That's uh, true. And it's just something like, Oh yeah, I can do this, but I can't get us like the PPE we need. And I can't close down the state and I can't do this and this and this, but I, I'm going to do this sort of day of prayer thing to like, make you not notice it's just it, it's just incredible this entire situation is incredibly frustrating and we're getting um lauren mentioned you mentioned the petition earlier and we're getting more and more stories there's a comment box or comment piece on that petition and we're getting more and more stories from people um who have uh, who are just who are terrified and and they're either um they're people who have to continue to go to work um, there are people who, um, there are people who are seeing what we're seeing, which is others not listening, not, are not, not practicing social distancing. Iowa is rated last week. We were an F this week. I think we're a D for social distancing. We're one of the worst States in the country. Um, and so, um, so these, the people who are out there who need, who need healthcare and who are worried about this and the people who are still having to go to work because their jobs are essential. Uh, we need them um, right now. They, I mean, I, I think it's fine to pray for them, but we actually need our governor to do something about it. We, we need like, we need honest to God action, um, not just uh, empty words or empty prayers. Yeah. Uh, our friend Connie Ryan from the Interfaith Alliance of Iowa, I think said it very well. Um, She said the governor should focus on the best practices in public health to ensure the safety and well-being of all Iowans, not the practices of any religion. Promoting religious practices is the role of faith leaders, not elected officials. I think that kind of hits the nail on the head that, like, we're not looking to Governor Reynolds to be a faith leader in this. We're looking for her to get us through this pandemic, through taking action and making sure that we have the resources that we need to weather this um, together. And 
if people have, if people follow faith traditions, they already have faith leaders. They don't need the governor coming in there and like adding this extra thing in on her plate when she is like clearly already very busy with whatever else she's, she's got to do. Or she should be. Or she should be at least. If she has time for this, I'm a little bit concerned that like she's not doing enough. (laughs) We are still doing our Iowa COVID-19 daily emails um, with articles to read, the most recent numbers from the state and resources, um, from employment opportunities that for people who are have been laid off to um, unemployment resources, mental health resources, domestic violence resources. And I have added this week a little happy news link that is usually animal related. Um, so far, it has been the puppies visiting the Georgia Aquarium and today's was Sir Francis Bacon, the Red River Hog at Cincinnati Zoo. Uh, visiting the meerkats so we're trying to keep it not so dark and terrible in our emails but if you'd like to sign up for that we'll put it in the show notes again it's all very good stuff and lauren you're doing you do a great job kind of combining all that together the and the fun the fun stories are are fun and, and lighthearted so that's that's much needed this at this point in time. you have to take your positivity when you can that's right What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are recorded, mixed, and edited by Greg Hallenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm or find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week. What a Week.